on this episode of Hit the Deck. A wise man once said that everybody's working for the weekend. Now we know why. So the skills competition's Friday night, and then the all-star game is Saturday night again. Wayne Gretzky, his birthday, the premiere of the Dukes of Hazard, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. The Royal Rumble. Anyway, yeah, that's going on Sunday night, too. And charity may begin at home, but it spreads across countries and across continents. This guy knows what I'm talking about. British Columbia, Canada, with Craig McDougall, who runs the Volleyball Hockey Association. His organization is accepting used gear for the children of the VBHA to use and love the game of ball hockey. All this and more coming up on this episode of Hit the Deck. Game on! Welcome to episode 159 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And oh boy, another week here we are bringing you some hockey talking, hockey talking, I don't know what I'm doing, hockey talking i was trying to do a bg's thing there but right. it really wasn't it was poorly planned out not not planned out at all really and poorly executed so i apologize i could have just edited it out but then you'd miss out on being annoyed for a minute so you know you're welcome listener anyway who's talking to you i i, I ask you that question every week just in case you might have forgotten so I will tell you, I will, I will leave you in suspense no longer by jumping straight into tonight's starting lineup. And for tonight's starting lineup, in goal, as ever, I am number 35, your American rhino, Gary McComiskey. And of course, my illustrious co-host. On defense number four, I'm James Sajazi. How you doing, pal? I'm doing much better than last week. Thank you very much. How about yourself? Well, that's great to hear. That is fantastic <laughs> news. How am I doing? How am I doing? Hey, how am I doing? Uh, in case you're not from New York, which is a statistically not a small probability. <laughs> how am I doing? Mayor Ed Koch, the former mayor of New York from, from my youth. Well, if you don't know how old I am, that doesn't really help you out. From, from like 30, 40 years ago, Ed Koch was mayor. He used to uh, walk around uh, and, and, and he, his, his whole deal was he was very personable and, you know, in commercials and, and he'd go out and meet people on the street and he'd say, how am I doing? So <laughs> he, uh, that was a little more Joe Pesci than Ed Koch, but he, yes. how am I doing? How am I doing? I don't, I don't have a good Ed Koch, but I imagine for most of you, it doesn't matter. So uh, <laughs> how am I doing? That is the question. And um, before I launch into some Shakespearean sonnet, I'll just answer it. I'm okay. As you can tell, probably from how slappy I seem to be here at the uh, beginning of the podcast. I'm a little punchy. I apologize. No, it's great to be that excited going into the NHL All-Star Weekend. Yes, yes. Lot going on. Lot going on. So my last week has been a little busy. I won't lie to you. Because uh, we, there's a there's a brand new project that James and I have been working on, James. I mean, you know, because you were part of it. And we've been not only working on it together, but in constant contact about it. But you, listener, you, there is a very large chance that you could have missed it if you're not glued to our social media. So uh, I will inform you right now of what the, the, the giant announcement that we made over the weekend is. And in fact, uh, what we've been working on, it's not hockey related, actually. It is the fact that James and I have launched a second podcast. And if you are a fan of Star Trek, then you may well want to check out our brand new podcast, Vintage Picard, all about the Star Trek Picard series. It's, uh, it, it's, it's, which, what did I say? What, what was the tagline that I used, James? It's, uh, a podcast about Star Trek Picard and Star Trek at large, I think is a, it's a work in progress, but that's what we're going with for the moment. So if you are a fan of Star Trek, I know, uh, there isn't necessarily a, a huge crossover. I don't know what that Venn diagram looks like, a huge crossover between ball hockey fans and Star Trek fans, but, uh, I'm not going to generalize, so there's a good chance that you yourself may be interested in both of these things. If you are, 
And if you're watching the the new Star Trek card series, or if you've just heard about it and you're wondering what it's all about, check out Vintage Picard. We are uh, at Vintage Picard on on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We are Vintage Picard at Gmail if you want to email us and you can check us out. You can subscribe or, or, you know, maybe that's ambitious. You can just check out the podcast. First episode is up uh, on iTunes and Stitcher and a whole bunch of other platforms. Google Play, Google Music. Actually, I think that's the same thing. Spreaker, Bruber, Burberry, Burberry. I don't know how you pronounce that. A whole mess of different platforms. Podbean, of course, Podbean app. Um, so check us out there. We are pretty proud of what we've thrown out there so far. And, uh, we, we will have a brand new episode covering the very first episode of the series very soon. So, uh, within the next day or two as we record. So watch that space. But for those of you who, uh, have tuned in to hit the deck to actually hear about hit the deck, um, <laughs> we've also been, you know, busy, well, not that busy with Hit the Deck specifically, but it's been a busy weekend for hockey and for a whole bunch of other things. Yes? Yes. And when the American Rhino says James and I, <laughs> he's being very, very generous. And just for the record, I want everybody to know that it's Gary and me a little bit. But uh, yeah, we were not going to neglect Hit the Deck by any stretch of the imagination. These podcasts are like our children. Uh, Gary is blessed to actually have a real child um, and, and a wonderful wife too, so... Uh, we take this stuff to heart and we treat everything equally and we appreciate all the support from everybody too. So it kind of makes a little bit uh, logic sense to uh, borrow from the Star Trek world is that Gary and I have brought up Star Trek many a time on this podcast and even uh, guests such as Glenn Cunningham, big Star Trek fan himself. So uh, it just kind of makes sense to do something that um, we know about and enjoy speaking of and hopefully is entertaining and um, for you podcast fans out there, something else to keep you company and if you're on a commute or whatever the case is, so definitely check that out. But yes, we will not neglect Hit the Deck by any stretch. Uh, we're coming on our fourth anniversary, too, so you know what number four means to me. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> yes, we will not neglect Hit the Deck. We, uh, With the upcoming uh, business surrounding Star Trek Picard and the all the work launching the new podcast, we considered, should we take another break from Hit the Deck? Should we... Should we take it out on Hit the Deck and and cause you to suffer because we have this brand new project? We could have, but we discussed it and we said, the line must be drawn here, this far, no farther. And so Hit the Deck continues. That's right. And uh, it's all on the American Rhino's shoulders. So he's the one that has to edit everything and record everything and, and displace his family. Yes, I know he's flagging me and telling me to stop it because he doesn't like to hear that and how the sausage is made and stuff, but... Just, uh, I'm I, sure the fans appreciate that. I don't that, like so. to hear it. They don't care, James. They this should the know. Point. They should know. And, and we're a couple of honest guys, too. So I really don't like anybody taking credit that doesn't deserve it. And where credit is credit due, just like any in the NHL, you get the three stars of the game. Well, the American Rhino is the number one, two, and three star of both of these podcasts. So that's it. If you're going to throw me into the penalty box, it's worth it. Speaking of three stars, James, why don't we pull a fast one on the listeners and uh, jump right into uh, what this podcast is actually about, the meat of it, because we have a few things to talk about. Yes? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Well, then, James, since that part is entirely on you, since we're handing out credit for some reason, uh, would you please tell us, could I convince you, would you see it within yourself to tell us all what is on deck for this podcast? Would be happy to. Thank you. Great weekend! For a hockey fan, the NHL All-Star Weekend is always a big highlight to look forward to. The skills competition, the game itself, and the Great One's birthday! But for a Van Halen, Dukes of Hazard, and WWE fan, it's like Christmas all over again. And Volleyball! This all sounds very familiar, and we love it! Glenn Cunningham's dream is shared by a like-minded hockey fanatic in British Columbia, Canada, named Craig McDougall. An article from the Langley Advanced Times has a lot more about the VBHA, and the American Rhino and I talk it up for you. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. 
All right. So uh, we, we kind of alluded to it at the beginning of the show and, and you just kind of elaborated a little bit. But for the sake of the listener and for the sake of podcast content, <laughs> can we please elaborate a little more on what's coming up this weekend as we record? Yes, exactly. It's uh, the official midway point of the NHL season, and that means the All-Star Game and the Skills Competition. So that's all going to be on NBC and on their app too, the NBC Sports app. So if you want to check that out on your phone or a mobile device, you can do that as well. And I've tried the NBC Sports app, especially being a Mets fan that um, they are associated with SNY and it's flawless. It's really great footage. It's high def and it sounds great. It looks great. So if you're not in front of your TV, it's a great option. Uh, if you find yourself at the Royal Rumble and uh, you want to watch um, some uh, NHL stuff on the sports app of NBC, you can. James, what is a good sports app? I'm partial to pizza rolls myself, uh, although you can't go wrong with pigs in a blanket. I mean, that has the, the, the their mini hot dogs. So that has kind of the baseball connection. Um, mm -hmm. And of course, you know, the, the uh, pizza, pizza bagels mm. are also very popular. There's, uh, I was going to say tater tots. I don't know how many people serve tater tots as appetizers, but I guess they are finger food. So you could if you were in the mood. Um, there, there's, uh, the, the baked potatoes, the loaded baked potato yeah. things that those are, those are, uh, I guess appetizers, uh, you know, yeah. so I don't, what do you think is a good sports app? <laughs> yeah. I haven't, I haven't tried the NBC sports app. I, is that the, in the freezer section? It's very good and very tasty. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they give you a lot more options too, if, particularly if you're, because any sport that NBC covers, obviously they have it on the app and uh, depending on where you live. You know, there are blackout rules and stuff like that. But if they have their game of the week for the NHL on Wednesday nights and, and so on, you can watch that. And it's the same exact feed, too. Just the commercials are a little bit different. So I just give you a fair warning here when they do break to commercial on these apps that uh, it's it's the same commercial over and over again. So that could be a little bit tedious, but uh, you can just mute it. So, yes, your sarcastic uh, question to answer that, when apps first started for the cell phones, I, that was exactly what I thought too. I'm thinking appetizers. What What is an app short for? And I'm not a big fan of all the new fangled um, nicknames and, and vernacular and all that nonsense. So applications, that's what an app is short for, for you youngsters out there, if you're not familiar with it. They're just saying app, 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 you know. But, um, but yes, it, the, the NBC Sports app is quite tasty and a great option. I do like a good quesadilla also. <laughs> Yeah, you can't go wrong with any of those things. <laughs> cheese is always good. Yes, as Americans, we, we do love our cheese. But in the meantime, if you want to watch the uh, skills competition, the NHL skills competition, again, uh, we've brought this up every time during this year at this podcast has been on the air, so to speak, that uh, Gary and I, and I think every NHL fan, loves the skills competition. It's just so much fun, and it's loose, it's entertaining, and it really gives you an idea of how talented these players are and you love the fact that they incorporate their families now and there's a lot more children and wives and things that, that get involved and you get to see their personalities and um, you know instead of just being intense as they are because you need to be really focused if you're going to be in the NHL and every game and every period and every second that you're on the ice really counts so that's just another fun thing to see the, uh, the skating how fast they skate the passing and the drills and all that really gives you kind of a glimpse as to just how impossible it is to be an NHL player and what it takes to be an NHL player. Forget about being an all-star and, and uh, you know, Hall of Famer and all that stuff. But um, I just love it. I couldn't agree more, James. That's... <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. I was enjoying some of those sports apps. I couldn't agree more. That, that uh, the all-star skills competition is a lot of fun. And it's a nice way to kind of, you know, you see these guys all year kind of uh, very serious and, and, and kind of going toe-to-toe -to -toe with each other. You know, in some ways, it seems more like a blood sport than it does a, a game of skill. And it's nice for the skills competition to see guys cheer for each other, even if they're not on the same team, and kind of loosen up and really be able to show the fun side of their personality and not just, you know, their game face. Exactly. And also, too, if you're you probably know this as a hockey fan anyway, but if you're looking for the skills competition, that is Friday night. Gary usually drops this podcast on a Friday. So if you're listening to when it's debuting, so that's tonight, January 24th, Friday night. And that's on uh, the NBC Sports Network. That's their cable channel. Again, I think that's going to be on the app as well. If you want to check it out that way. Uh, there's, it's oh, Friday night. 
and the mood is right. Gonna have some fun, show you how it's done, T-G-I-F. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's on. I don't think it's on ABC though. That yeah, that, that's a, a tremendous conflict. The NHL used to be on ABC once upon a time, but uh, not anymore. Was it also part of TGIF? Did they sandwich in the 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 Red Wings and the Blues between Perfect Strangers and uh, Full House? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Urkel was in goal, but uh, anyway. Was that Mr. Yeah, Belvedere too? <laughs> letting up a, a back-breaking goal. Did I do that? Exactly. Uh, anyway, uh, no, I, I don't think that the uh, the NHL was on TGI Friday or whatever that was called. TGI Friday? You're thinking of the apps again, James. I'm sorry. That's the problem. I'm thoroughly confused. Don't podcast on an empty stomach, James. I always say that. I never say that. Good advice, nonetheless. Anyway, so the skills competition's Friday night, and then the game itself, the All-Star game, is Saturday night again. Usually, in in the recent history, it's been on Sunday afternoons, but it's going to be Saturday night, January 25th at 8 o'clock, and that's on NBC, the network proper, also on the app. And, Speaking of uh, tangents, do you yeah. remember when, when ABC tried to do a, like, TGIF on Saturday? It lasted for, like, half a season. It was not at all popular. But I remember the, uh, the, the theme music for that block of television. They used, like, the Bay City Rollers. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. So that was, uh, yeah, that, that, that. <laughs> That was that was a pointless tangent, is what that was. <laughs> well, hey, listener, I hope you appreciate that. Uh, not only do you get some hopefully uh, ball hockey entertainment from the Hit the Deck podcast, but you also get a glimpse into the history of television and entertainment in general. Uh huh. Yeah. When I start breaking out the Andy Griffith and the I Love Lucy, you can you just I'm done. Just <laughs> just shut the door. Classic TV is classic TV, and I put. I love Lucy up against any modern day comedy because oh, of course are we <laughs> yeah. really doing this no are we we're really not. doing this in the middle of our our ball hockey podcast where we're talking about the ice hockey all-star game okay one more Fine. thing well, yeah Fine. sorry, sorry. No. Fine. Professor, you started this. I, I, okay. Yes, I'm all about I Love Lucy. It is a classic. <laughs> yes, it is. I have nothing against I Love Lucy. No. I'm just saying that we probably shouldn't be talking about the history of television on the podcast. You know, going going all that way back. Although, not only was I Love Lucy a groundbreaking, genius, hilarious show, but Desi Lu Productions also produced the original Star Trek. Thank you. I was I wanted to bring that up too, but the American Rhino got it in there as the excellent Sorry. goalie that he. No, I, that, I stole that. I stole the puck from you and and selfishly tapped it in the empty net. Hey, I would have passed it to you anyway. So uh, just as long as the fact is there, the goal is scored, and we will move on from there. So well done, American Rhino. And Took if it you're right not, off your stick, not nah, that that's more than happy to uh, to, to uh, great minds think alike. Anyway. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> Anyway, uh, so if you're not familiar with the NHL All-Star Game, again, it's the same format where it's the Atlantic, Central, Metropolitan, and Pacific Divisions, and they square off in uh, two-round tournaments, three 20-minute games, 10-minute halves, and they switch sides, three-on-three. And then, so for example, this year, since it's in St. Louis, the Eastern Conference teams, the Atlantic and Metropolitan, will play first. And then the winner of that will wait the winner of the Central and Pacific teams. And that third period will be the third game and the final game. So whoever wins that will win the 2020 NHL All-Star game. I'm going to start singing Judy Garland in a minute. So you better just keep going, James. <laughs> okay. And just a quick note, too. Unfortunately, you know, the, the Metropolitan Division, which Gary and I, that, that's our favorite team, plays in that division. And, um, you know, the Islander fans and, and, uh, and Devil fans as well. So they are the defending champions. But the captain, Mr. Alex Ovechkin, has chosen not to play in the All-Star game. So I don't know what the reason is, if he was hurt or whatever the case is. But uh, at least the good thing, again, mentioning that uh, Ranger fans, that uh, Chris Kreider has been announced and well-deserved too for his first uh, all-star game. J- James, James. J- yeah. Maybe it was something he ate. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but when the uh, the captain decides not to play. Because um, he's number eight. 
because yes. it's uh, I he, yes. he wears uh, Alex Ovechkin. Yes, he he wears number. So I it was maybe it was it was. <laughs> oh, come on, between that and the apps, it was too good not to pass up. So anyway, <laughs> you deserve better, listener. I'm so sorry. Yeah, maybe you should tune into the Vintage Picard podcast instead. You think that's gonna be better? I like it. So that's going on with the Metropolitan Division. <laughs> As uh, Chris Letang is taking over for the captaincy of the Mets. And um, in the Central... The, the, the Metropolitans, not the New York Mets. Yeah, yeah. Luis Rojas is taking over the captaincy... Well, the, well, the helm of that team. Yes, and anybody that's anywhere related to uh, the great Moises Alou, I'm extremely excited about, So. That's some uh, baseball royalty right there. Anyway, so then going over to the Central, you got uh, McKinnon and, you know, uh, Patrick Kane and, and, you know, Tyler Sagan. So they are pretty good and stacked. And we love Sagan because of his attachment to... uh, to ball hockey and deck hockey. I can yeah. never, I can never not do that. That's the first thing I think of. I'm sorry. A- absolutely. And as well, you should. And of course the central division is the host division because that's where the blues play. So they have uh, O'Reilly, Perone and Bennington for their representation in the all-star game. Then over in the Atlantic division, Mr. Pasternak of Boston, he is the captain and having one heck of a season. So they are uh, definitely something to be, reckoned with but Tuka Rask has chosen not to play the goalie but they are still in very good hands with Vasilevsky in goal and Austin Matthews unfortunately couldn't play because of a wrist injury and that's a really darn shame especially one of the all-time best players in modern NHL then you go over to the Pacific and speaking of one of the best players in modern NHL Mr. Connor McDavid he is leading things over there for uh for that team unfortunately uh, Mark Andre Fleury, the goalie, has decided not to play either, but the uh, Calgary goalie will take over in Riddich. So it's something to look forward to. It's really cool. There's also, too, I'm not too familiar with this, but um, there's something known as the Elite Women's 3-on-3 Breakdown, and uh, that's a game between the Professional Women's Hockey Players Association, the American All-Stars, and the Canadian All-Stars. So I'm not sure when that game, if it's going to air or if it's going to be, probably it's going to be that Friday night during or before the skills competition, or maybe even before the All-Star game itself. But that's definitely something to check out, too. I apologize for not having more information on that, but uh, definitely check that out. The uh, Elite Women's 3-on-3 Breakdown. Breakdown? Go ahead and give it to me. <laughs> no, I'm not going to rap. <laughs> no, it's a it's Tom Petty. Um, never mind. Okay. It's all right if you love me. It's all right if you don't. Ah, thank you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely not on my A game tonight, as you can figure it out. I do better when I'm in a bad mood, but that's the uh, All-Star Weekend. And, of course, we can't not mention the NHL All-Star Weekend without the greatest player of all time ever, Wayne Gretzky. His birthday is uh, January 26th, so that's this Sunday at the recording of this podcast, so we definitely have to celebrate that. As you know, too, probably, uh, I am a diehard Dukes of Hazard fanatic my whole life, and the American Rhino, for this year's Christmas present, I'm wearing it tonight, gave me a quote-unquote ugly Christmas sweater with the General Lee on it and the Dukes of Hazard logo on it. I think it's beautiful, but the idea is that it's supposed to be tacky and gawky, but to me, anything Dukes-related is awesome and near and dear to my heart, so I just wanted to wear that sweatshirt. You're welcome! Thank you, American Rhino, to get in the spirit of things. So anyway, the uh, premiere, the anniversary of the premiere of the Dukes of Hazard was January 26th. That was back in 1979, so I was Mm. only about nine months old or so when the Dukes uh, premiered, so that's something else to celebrate. For you rock and roll fanatics out there, and, and my favorite band, but have to defer to my brother because this is his guy, Mr. Eddie Van Halen. It's also his birthday on January 26th. So I don't know what was in the water, what was going on. January 26th is just an incredible day. Um, so we can celebrate the great one. You can refer to Eddie Van Halen as the great one too. <laughs> you know, as, as an influential and amazing guitarist that he is. And uh, last I heard, he's not doing too well. So hopefully he's feeling better and, and, um, we would love, 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 love to hear more music from the great Eddie Van Halen. And his son Wolfgang is definitely uh, keeping the family business doing well. And then for you WWE fans, American Rhino, right? There's a little pay-per-view going on. Let's get ready to rumble! 
Uh, it's 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 sort of topical because Michael Buffer, the guy who uh, did that for the you know fights like boxing and MMA and stuff, he also announced big matches in WCW, which WWE eventually bought. So I mean, it's it's very roundabout, but it it sort of connects. Anyway, yeah, that's going on Sunday night too. So it's- yeah, yes, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> yes, the Royal Rumble, the annual Royal Rumble event, wherein uh, thirty, usually thirty. There have been years when it's been a different number, but it's usually thirty. Thirty WWE superstars get into the ring at regular intervals. Uh, you know, ninety seconds, two minutes, uh, other. I don't know. They they vary it up sometimes, and they, you know try to throw each other over the top rope and the last person remaining in the ring wins the Royal Rumble and wins a title shot at WrestleMania. And one of my all-time favorite editions of Hit the Deck was when the American Rhino brought us through the combination of the Royal Rumble and deck hockey. And I believe that was episode 43. I'll have to double check that to make sure. But um, that's I will defer of- to you on that, James. But what I do remember is that that was the champion check down. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So if you search our archives, you can find that. So have a great weekend, everybody. <laughs> Indeed. Also, too, so uh, going on to another great topic and the beauty of ball hockey and hockey in general is that, uh, as you've probably heard, Mr. Glenn Cunningham, we've had him on a few times on this podcast, a very, very, very good friend of the podcast and yes. all that he does for, yes, for LaGrange Hockey and his generosity and his big heart. And uh, he's just a wonderful guy and surrounded by wonderful people doing great things, spreading the joy of hockey all throughout the Southeast and hopefully beyond. But there is somebody else. James. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hmm? It just hit me. I just, it, it just hit me. Glenn's garage where he keeps all of that equipment where we've seen the pictures of where it's just wall to wall gear and where he has the magical drying uh, and ozone scent removal equipment from <laughs> that is the shack outside LaGrange that the rumors are spreading around about. Yeah, right. Oh, how, no. how, 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 how. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you could work ZZ Top into the podcast, I'm always a fan of. So well done, American Rhino. Mm-hmm. Yes, it all comes full circle. Boom. Mind blown. <laughs> Completely. But as uh, I try and pick up the parts of my bird brain, uh, we will go to uh, British Columbia, Canada, with a gentleman by the name of Craig McDougal, who seems to be like uh, Glenn Cunningham's brother from another mother. He has the same idea and is doing the same thing. He's been up to, uh, he runs the Volleyball Hockey Association, and this is going into their third year that his organization is accepting used gear still in good condition, obviously, for the children of the VBHA to use and love the game of ball hockey. Oh, well, I mean, look, Glenn is a trendsetter. He is he, he is a shining example, which others have chosen to follow. So uh, good on Glenn and, and good on Craig McDougal. So, uh, you know, uh, like, I'm not going to say don't send your used stuff to Glenn, send it to Craig. But, you know, if you're in Canada and maybe the shipping to LaGrange might be a little excessive and it's easier to send it to Craig, please feel free to do so. Right. And the other funny thing, too, is that we were saying that that Glenn has the uh, in the United States, the southeast covered British Columbia is southwest Canada. So uh, it's just kind of like you connect the dots and, and you have all of the United States there because it's really just north of Washington state. British Columbia. So that just happens to work out that way too. And it's exactly the same exact thing. Uh, You have generous people that uh, love to share their knowledge and and desire of hockey with the next generation. And this is the VBHA is for uh, kids, boys and girls, ages four to 19. And it's a nonprofit organization. They've been around for 23 years, according to this uh, article too. I, Ryan, uh, that's written this article, I apologize. I'm not going to try and pronounce your last name. It's spelled U-Y-T-D-E-W-I-L-L-I-G-N. Oh yeah, sure. So um, anyway, Ryan, great job with the article. 
and uh, we, we thoroughly enjoyed it, and we want to spread the word, too. So this was in the Langley Advanced Times. We will have a link to that. And also, too, if you want to directly, when you're not helping out LaGrange Hockey, you want to, if you, if you find yourself being extra generous, and yes, in Canada, the uh, VBHA has its own website, so you can check that out. It's listed as VHHA.com, so you could check that out. Oita Willigan. That's what I'm going with. Oita Willigan. Yeah, you're you're much smarter and better at pronouncing names than I am. So well, I could be way off, but I, that's that's my guess. That's what I'm going with. Yeah, I wouldn't even try. Also, so they're they're in British Columbia or just outside of British Columbia. This isn't going to turn into like an East Coast West Coast rap beef, is it? No, because it's it shouldn't. I mean, everybody's on the same page here and has the same idea. This seems like it would make sense to combine efforts. Yeah. Well, we've got Glenn's back, which, of course, means I like Craig's chances. (laughs) Sorry, Glenn. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) But one thing one thing I say, I will say that Craig may have a leg up, a, a tiny leg up on Glenn is. So one of the things that they do is they sell brand new equipment with their logo on it. And, you know, Glenn, you, you might want to, you know, that extra revenue stream probably wouldn't hurt. So maybe something to consider. Hey, also, too, uh, Glenn has the, uh, the association with the River uh, Dragons, too. So maybe they, they could definitely combine efforts and see what happens from there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. That's that's definitely a thought. So, okay. Never mind then. No, no. That's no. It's, I've it's been fun competition. I've been slapped down, James. No. I'll sit here quietly in the no, corner. No, that wasn't. That was just to. to oh man. Anyway, uh, I think I just got a two-minute penalty for oh, misunderstanding. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what is, what is the referee's gesture for that? Uh motioning of a question mark over his head. That's what that is. No, that's uh, I've got it. It's like putting his palms flat out in front of them and waving like in the no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> that's usually the motion I I've made many a time with many an ex-girlfriend, so that makes sense. Mm, okay, I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> Good. <laughs> so Speaking about the sin bin and uh, penalty box. Anyhow, uh, so getting back to the VBHA, they have a season proper for these uh, youngsters from ages 4 to 19, boys and girls. And the season begins in early April, goes to the end of June. Very, very economical. It's only about 200 bucks for the entire season to participate for your youngsters out there. You can obviously have your own gear if you'd like, or if you need to borrow some, he has it available for you. He even tells a story, does Mr. McDougal, of a youngster that comes in who wanted to play goal. And because of the generosity of the people giving up their old good gear, that young man was completely head to toe fitted with all of his goalie gear. And as McDougal said at the time of this article, that the young man was probably at that moment practicing in his backyard because his eyes just lit up and he was so excited that uh, all of a sudden he wants to play goal he has the desire to do so and he has now the capability and he's all set with all the gear to do that you know it doesn't take much to inspire kids sometimes in some ways it doesn't take much to inspire a child and that little extra bit of effort could make all the difference so in all seriousness uh we've we have talked up glenn cunningham's you know generosity with lagrange and and now Craig McDougal's organization, like if, if you have access to something like this and you do have gear that you don't need anymore and, and can afford to let go, please strongly consider donating it because you really could make all the difference for a child. It sounds cliche and it sounds like something you would hear some celebrity say over a Sarah McLaughlin song (laughs) on a depressing commercial, but you really could make all the difference. So, you know, please make that consideration. Do what the American Rhino tells you. And just to put a cap on this uh, article. In the arms of the angels. Sorry. That's okay. Is uh, Craig 
Much like Glenn, stores all of this gear in his own house. So I don't know if he has a garage like uh, Mr. Cunningham or uh, that, that, that very sophisticated drying mechanism that Glenn, he's a genius Glenn, uh, came up with. Uh, I'm not sure if, if Craig has all of that stuff. But anyway, he does generously keep all that stuff at his own house. Yeah, that's all well and good. But Craig's going to have to come up with his own song. Yeah, and um, and also to the point was that this is all ball hockey. This isn't ice hockey or roller hockey. It's all ball hockey. And uh, that's another reason why that it's so popular. There's over 1,200 members all around the uh, British Columbia area that participate in the VBHA. And it's been so successful. There have been many, many a youngster that has continued to play. There's an example of a young man that's played in the league for 10 years. So it's camaraderie, it's fun, and all good stuff. And uh, that's the whole point. As uh, he's, he's quoted as saying, Mr. McDougal, the association is big on making sure anyone that wants to join can come and play. And uh, they put their money where their mouth is. So another example of the great side of hockey. Yep, you bet. Good for you, Craig. Keep it up. Keep up the good work. And uh, I guess that's going to bring us to somebody who maybe don't keep up what you're doing, as we've implored many times. This is... Uh, um. I guess that's going to bring us to the We Told You So edition of This Week in Gritty. This Week in Gritty. Now, James, I am honestly, I'm at a little bit of a loss as to how to approach this segment this week. Because, you know, normally it's it's all fun and games. And, you know, we, we talk about things that Gritty does. And we've we've admonished him and we've warned the Flyers and their fans and, you know, really anyone who listen about the potential danger here. But now there actually has been an alleged incident with Gritty and it, it, it's gotten a little serious. The, the authorities are investigating serious. And I do have the usual list of, of nonsense stuff that Gritty's done in the past week that we would normally talk about. But we also also have this like serious issue so i don't really know how to approach this segment what do you think I, I think it's you approach it the way that you always have all right james i think what i'm gonna do is talk about gritty's hijinks first so you can enjoy those before you know we like totally bring down the mood man so <laughs> I guess I, I, I didn't do any formal research into this particular thing, but it seems like it might have been like 80s week in Philly, or at least at Wells Fargo, because Gritty certainly went on an 80s themed uh, kind of, I was going to say tangent or tirade, but neither of those is really accurate. But but he jag, let's say an 80s jag, which uh, he started off by posting on his Twitter feed a video uh, that was inspired by risky business of him dressing up in a shirt, a white shirt and no pants and sliding out across the ice of Wells Fargo to uh, old time rock and roll. <laughs> Which uh, fortunately, it seemed like he did that when there were no fans in attendance. Oh, so good. that was I mean, he still posted it for everybody to see, but at least they weren't scarred in that way. <laughs> Yeah, given the option that you could just not watch it is always a good thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. So then after that, he posted another one of uh, a, a short video that I guess he had made of him dancing to Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. No. Greater bug. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't think that... I, I think I just made that one up. I don't... I, I can't... I'm not going to give him credit for that. <laughs> so then subsequent to that was a couple of photos of him dressed up as he called it mr g i gritty the fool and then finally there was what i i assume was another one of these intermission or or stoppage deals where he's entertaining people and he was in one of like the backstage hallways at one assumes Wells Fargo and he was doing a dirty dancing skit where or not skit but he was like reenacting he was he was dancing to I've had the time of my life with some woman and they're dancing and he's twirling her around and like he spins her out and then as she comes back in she receives a sheet cake to the face oh no come on really 
Yes. So I'm I'm guessing that she, in fact, did not have the time of her life in that instance. She seemed quite shocked. I was going to say that poor woman anyway, but now that that's really beyond ridiculous. Yeah. And then uh, uh, finally, there was something where he seemed to be mocking the Houston Astros by um, like banging on a trash can that had their <laughs> logo on it. OK. He like. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there's some trash can aspect to the whole sign stealing scandal that I was not made privy to. I don't know if that's some way in which they relayed their signs or or banging on like a, a drum like uh, thing. I don't know. But one of his, you know, Secret Service handlers was holding up a sign. Gritty learned this from the Houston Astros or something. And he was just banging on a trash can. And then he threw it at the camera. <laughs> But just one more thing, too. I'm just curious why the Gritty and, and the Flyers would want to relive the 80s. I thought they'd probably be better in the 70s when they won a cup and were the Broad Street bullies and all that. The 80s didn't really treat them very well. I couldn't tell you, James. Like with everything else with Gritty, I really can't explain it. Fair enough. And uh, unfortunately, there there are some more serious aspects to gritty's character that i cannot explain it's because it's true that it's so bizarre and so ridiculous and as personally for me i've said on the record that i thought gritty was a disaster and wouldn't last by the all-star game that was uh, last year and i've been proven very wrong about that because he is very popular and has been around now for a season and a half and shows no sign of stopping but yeah exactly we pointed out that there are some issues with his hijinks and that's one thing to be a mascot you know gary and i here in new york we're diehard mets fans mr met and uh we love all the fun stuff that he does in, in other aspects speaking of philadelphia the philadelphia fanatic how funny and entertaining he is the san diego chicken and on and on and on you go and in the nhl as well so mascots are supposed to be fun and and have something for the youngsters to look forward to and maybe have merchandise for the tie-in it's marketing and merchandising and all that stuff uh, and advertising for the team and, and the league itself but it's all supposed to be fun and and light-hearted and nothing dangerous but as the american rhino has pointed out many a time that it, it, it's so bizarre and ridiculous that you hope that it's staged because we're living in a day and age where everybody has uh, <laughs> you know, uh, an iPhone or, or a smartphone and, and you have your own little TV studio in your pocket and everybody wants to be uh, famous. And now it's no more 15 minutes of fame. It's five seconds of fame because everybody's out there now and, and people stage things and it's kind of hard to see what's reality and what isn't. But bottom line is Philadelphia Flyers and Gritty and, and the American Rhino has done such a great job to uh, point this out. Whenever you're dealing with children, you have to be careful. And obviously rule number one is you don't lay a finger on somebody else's child. And uh, hopefully uh, parents out there don't, you know, harm their own children by any means either. But it's just, there's it, no reason for it. There's absolutely no reason for it. You want your children to be safe and taken care of and have fun and you know be okay and grow up to be good responsible adults so some of the things that that gritty has done we've talked about it and we've warned the flyers and, and gritty in, in in general that it could come back to bite you in the butt and here's a perfect example of that yeah and unfortunately james it seems like the inevitable may have actually finally come to pass now before we go any further i guess for legal reasons we should stress that this what we're about to tell you is all alleged. Nothing has been like proven or, uh, you know, definitively admitted to or, you know, proven out in a court of law or anything like that. So as of now, this is all a he said, she said kind of situation. So just keep that in mind and we'll present both sides to you because, you know, in the interest of fairness. But what has happened, uh, what has come to light in recent days is that back in November, the Flyers hosted a meet and greet event with their season ticket holders, kind of uh, a make good, as it were, for not having won a playoff series in time immemorial. And, uh, you know, just kind of listen, we're sorry that we don't have a good team and haven't for some time, but come meet Gritty because everybody loves Gritty. So this father and his 13 year old son 
who are season ticket holders, came to Wells Fargo and they waited online for like an hour to meet Gritty. And so when they finally get into the picture, allegedly what happened is the child patted Gritty lightly on the top of his head and they took the picture, which Gritty was not even looking at the camera for. Apparently. Thank you for mentioning that because it's um, horrible. It was it was like the father and his son looking at the camera. One of the Secret Service handler <laughs> guys in the background looking at the camera. Gritty looking off to the side, like he was completely distracted and interested in taking a picture with a different family. So that that happens, and then supposedly this is the claim from the father and son supposedly as they were walking away after taking the picture gritty jumps up charges them at full speed and punches the 13 year old boy in the middle of the back as hard as he can causing some contusions and and bruising and what have you and some you know pain so that 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 is that is what is alleged to have happened now it is important to note that the flyers deny that this happened their side of the story at least per their head pr person or or per their head of i i should have written it down i forget what it was but it's basically like their essentially their head of damage control is is what I read this person's job description as said that according to the Flyers people that he interviewed Gritty did no such thing however he does remember a child from one of the early sessions beating him on the head repeatedly <laughs> now it's not stated that that was the same child it, it's kind of implied but that uh, it's not stated outright the father claims that in an initial phone call from this person when he was he she i think he when they were trying to kind of very hurriedly make everything right when they got wind of this they had admitted that gritty had done it and apologized and said listen to compensate you we want to offer your child a unique experience like sitting on the bench during warm-ups or going into the locker room or getting his picture up on the scoreboard during a game or something like that. Now, what they claim is that initially they admitted that and then subsequently they denied it. What the Flyers organization maintains is that it was never admitted to because it never happened. They will not divulge who was playing Gritty at that point and... Uh, the authorities have now gotten involved. The police are investigating the issue. Wells Fargo claims that they do not have cameras in that area. So, you know, conveniently, there is no video of the incident. So it cannot be confirmed or denied that way. And basically, what's interesting is the police, as I said, have gotten involved. But what the father said is, listen, I'm not trying to, you know, sue them or, or get retribution in some way. I just want my son to have to to be compensated for what happened to him in some way. I just, you know, we 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 just want them to make this right. And I guess part of that is admitting that it happened. I don't I don't know. He has since said that he's canceling his season ticket plan in the future. So it it's it's a little bit confusing and you know, there's there's no way to say one way or the other what happened. Although I think James and I have reported enough on Gritty's behavior in the past, as James kind of alluded to earlier, that there is a pattern of behavior with Gritty that does not make it impossible to believe that something like this could have happened. And from what I've read, too, that, yes, the father, all because he, he had to bring his son to the hospital. The, the, the young man was hospitalized with contusions and whatnot. So he just wanted the Flyers to, to foot the bill for that. Also, too, the man is a season ticket holder. Now, especially in the NHL, hockey tickets are very expensive. And as the American Rhino said, the Flyers haven't been very good over the last few seasons. So you have a season ticket holder, a, a repeat season ticket holder. You want to do everything to keep those fans and that income coming. If it were true that the young man, let's say that that happened, that the young man was beating on, on Gritty's head more than once or whatever the case is. Now, this is going to any actor who's played Santa Claus, too, by the way. You don't 
retaliate to a young person. You don't approach the per you don't hit him, you don't you don't do that. You just do not do that. If anything you could say to the fathers, excuse me, would you please control your son or whatever the case is, to have the mindset to and especially with the with the boy's back is t- turned toward you. The American Rhino is very true. This is all alleged. There's no video footage of this. The father says that there was and that the flyers aren't showing that or just Dinah conveniently disappeared. So I admit I'm definitely on the side of the father here. So just take that with a grain of salt. But there are a lot of things out there that are pointing to that this is a PR nightmare. The American Rhino has warned the flyers many a time. So even if, as, as Gary said, that this is true and this didn't happen, maybe it's time that uh, the past sins have caught up with Gritty. You know, James, I think the real tragedy here is that uh, perhaps if there had been a sheet cake near at hand, this whole thing would have turned out very differently. Maybe. But uh, so... Sorry to, to leave you off on that note, listener, but that will have been for you another edition of This Week in Gritty. This Week in Gritty. And that's going to do it for this episode of Hit the Deck, so I'm just going to press that magic button. Last minute remaining in the podcast. And we want to thank you, dear listener, for joining us for another episode of Hit the Deck. We hope you found that time worthwhile and valuable. And we hope you'll join us again. If you haven't subscribed to us already, please feel free to do so. We would love to have you subscribe to us on any of the podcast platforms that you use. So, you know, if you're listening to us now, then you can subscribe to us on that platform, most likely. So please do that. And we would, of course, like to thank Anthony Sachese for providing us with music and thank you for your consideration and your time and your patronage of this podcast. If you would like to communicate with us in some way, if you have an opinion on something we've talked about, uh, if you want to weigh in on the gritty situation, if you have a topic for us to cover, if you know of yet another charitable hockey organization where you can donate equipment or if you just want to comment on my singing regardless uh if you want to do any of those things please feel free to reach out to us we are hit the deck at gmail.com deck is of course spelled d-e-k we are hit the deck pod on twitter and of course at instagram and facebook we are at hit the deck james is there anything you'd care to add thank you sir please check out the columbus deck hockey association the charlotte street hockey league the raleigh street hockey league the var hockey league the DCSH, the DCHL, and Deck Superstars. Of course, please donate to LaGrange Hockey and VBHA and follow M Power Play. And thanks for listening. Thank you, James. And of course, listener, I would be remiss if I were not to mention one more time Vintage Picard. If you're a Star Trek fan or if you're thinking of getting into the game, please consider listening to Vintage Picard. We're very proud of it. We're very happy with it so far. And we think you will be too if you give it a chance. So please check that out if you are so inclined. And finally, lastly, ultimately, listener, I would leave you off with this reminder. And that is namely that whether you are celebrating an exciting milestone or just a boring weekend at home, whether you are giving much needed hockey gear to a child that needs it or giving a giant headache to the organization that employs you, regardless of what you find yourself doing, we would encourage you always to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that grit. Thanks, everybody. All right. Uh, oh, oh, what? what was... I mean, that was kind of cool, but what? That's the greatest whistle of all time. I'm going to do that again, just on purpose. Oh, that's awesome. Can we open the podcast that way from now on? I just found the end of the show, I'll tell you that much. Amen, brother. <laughs>